Hey, busy business people. I am here today with another entrepreneur taking action, Justin Richard. He is a true marketing pioneer who hit his claim to fame at an early age of 24 by successfully helping a client launch a startup that generated over $440,000 in the first 30 days. And I'm going to pick his brain to see how he did it. So to kick things off, right, like Maluna Premium Coolers is a successful company, not only its first 30 days, but its first day, generating over $150,000 in its first 17 hours. How on earth did you set the groundwork for that kind of success? Like that didn't just happen on accident. Uh, I, yeah, the, I, I mean, the, the biggest thing uh, for making any brand successful is really uh matching the product uh, through a mass desire. That's the most important. And then you articulate each of the features uh, in the shortest amount of time as possible. Um, so as long as you could match the product through a mass desire, uh, you'll inevitably, you'll always be successful. And I can go into what a mass desire is if you want. Yeah, let's explain that a little bit because I know I've heard versions of that, like product market fit and things like that. But I know it's something that if you don't get that right, everything else kind of like fails or you really struggle hard to get it to succeed. So yeah, dig into that a little bit. A hundred percent, a company uh, will never be successful if it doesn't match their product with the mass desire. It won't work. Um, it will only work if the mass desire, the product goes through the mass desire. So uh, the definition or the way I define mass desire and uh, the way I define a, a mass desire is uh, they're like ideologies. Um, they're, it's something uh, within human nature that, uh, that doesn't stay stagnant, but it also doesn't change very often. Uh, similar uh, meaning like, Someone could have a, a, a great, large, uh, great population of people um, could all have the same belief. Uh, but this belief will probably stay for it could go for it could go, I think, as short as like somewhere around like a decade. And it could be as long as a century. Uh, but they do change. So what do I mean by that is what practically speaking is a mass desire could be uh health uh beauty uh wealth um travels a big one right now um uh outdoor venture is a big one um environmentalism is a big one uh, i think these also could be explained as ideologies um and uh I think the best way to explain it is that uh, maybe a hundred years ago, uh, we looked uh, more attractive if we were pale. And today in, in Western culture, uh, people find people more attractive when they're tan. Uh, so they do change, uh, but it takes a long time to change. Well, wow. I mean, even that example, like while there's change, the foundation behind the change was the same. It's like some outward indication that you're living the ideal life. 
You know, like if you weren't out working yes. in the fields and you spent your days indoors, you were pale. So being pale meant that you were living the good life, you know? And nowadays it yes. means that you're not trapped inside at a desk all day long. You're tan because you're out living your best life, not stuck inside working all day. So it's still, I think that may be kind of what you're speaking to is like an indicator of living your best life. Like that's, you know, that may be it. Does that make sense? Does that fit? <laughs> that, that makes sense. That's, and that's one of the many ideal, uh, many mass desires. There's normally not much, there's, uh, there's probably like only uh, in the end, there's probably only like 20 or 30 mass desires. And every successful product, uh, whether it goes through shampoo, toothpaste, watches, uh, clothing, you have to have it. Absolutely. Um, hair dye is a good one. Uh, these are all products we've been um, doing. And uh, coolers, uh, mattresses. Um, if you put that product through the mass desire, say, as what we said, outdoor adventure, um, travel, um, uh, uh, oh, oh yeah, health, beauty, wealth. If you put that product through that mass desire and say, uh, pretty much you're saying that if you buy with this watch, if you buy this core, you are going, you are buying also that mass desire. That makes sense. I've never, I don't think I've ever really thought about it that way, but it's like in my mind, I'm sitting here running through some of the most successful products or marketing campaigns that I've ever seen. And yeah, I think they all do that. I mean, they Casper. all talk about like, yeah, the Casper mattresses. That was one of us think about, or the purple mattress. I think Harmon, like pretty much anything Harmon Brothers has ever made videos for. Um, they all had some component to that. They attach the mass desire of sleep, which you could, of course, argue that it goes a little deeper, which is health, right? Yeah. So health, happiness, energy, success, success. Yeah, that's what it probably attaches to. So the mass desire is probably more in like success in life or in business, depending on what market you're talking to. Like getting a good night's sleep sets the stage for a successful day. Yeah. So yeah, that's probably. Oh wow. I'm gonna yeah, be like thinking about that one for a little while. It's like I think I've been telling people the same thing, but not in that same way. And I like yep. how that. I like that, dude. That's a really good little nugget. Uh, yeah, another couple of good examples is like Yeti coolers. There is, there might be a hundred high-end cooler companies, uh, but Yeti coolers is a billion dollar company. They absolutely, um, totally outperform all the other cooler companies. Why? Well, they attach their mass desire to, uh, outdoor adventure. They're all about outdoor adventure. Uh, you could look up their videos on YouTube and they have YouTube videos where there's someone, you know, they have brand ambassadors like John Shockley who lives in a shack um, all year round that goes skiing all winter full time. And then he goes river rafting in the Grand Canyon all summer. Uh, yeah, so you're almost I, kind of playing into that lifestyle component too. Like this is a, you know, yeah, it would work for the casual outdoorsman, but these are built for people that live outdoors. Well, yeah, well, it's an aspirational brand. So like they're aspiring, say the nine to fivers. If you buy a Yeti cooler, 
you are getting you're that much closer to living a life like John Shockley that you're scared to live because you don't know like you have to throw out uh having a job and all of that uh to live the life of being able to ski uh full time and then being able to river raft to really go and do what you truly love and yeti is saying that um to everyone that has the true love of outdoor adventure you uh go go do what you love as uh, uh doing outdoor adventure um so that's that's the best desire uh yeti puts his outdoor adventure another one like mvmt move, movement watches um movement watches uh they they're all about uh extreme uh they're all Almost about aspirational uh, identity in a way isn't it like a mass desire of reaching an aspirational identity whatever that is because it's like i mean i have one i have one of the same song oh, cool. you know yeah, and it's you... like i'm never gonna be somebody who runs marathons you know but like being somebody who's fit and I think it will see my steps. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> that's going to get me some. It's re- I mean, the reality is it's probably not, but you get one because you think it will. You know, this isn't going to turn me into a 10,000 step a day kind of person. It, like, I don't even have a thousand steps today. How sad is that? But yeah. Yeah, they, I, well, they, I, I looked at them, you know, they attached their product to the mass desire of, of travel and like extreme extreme adventure like you see people skydiving out of um out of jumping out of airplanes um riding a helicopter with the doors open um and then you also you see them in like uh all these lavish cities all around the world whether it's in dubai or it's in new york city um so they kind of put like that they kind of mix that travel uh uh mass desire and then like also like the extreme sports uh because uh People, that's that's a little bit of a desire right now too. <laughs> I like it. I like a lot of that. Now I know we just talked about Yeti Cooler a little bit, and and then one of the things you had said was that you feel like you know your client Maluna Coolers could have grown like much larger and even been Yeti's biggest competitor, but your team had low energy. Like, can you elaborate on that? That's a kind of unique take on that that I don't think I've heard before. Um, yeah. So, uh. It was it was pretty it was pretty successful right out of the gates, um, uh, so I think the one big overarching component of making sure you have a successful brand or a successful company is attaching uh, your product to the masses are that goes with services too that's that's important too. Um, now another big component which i identified over the years after maluna cores i didn't realize uh, at that time i was um i just didn't i didn't know about this this genre this this area of business and life is is having good energy um uh that's also i that's probably the most important component i think of having a successful company is ha- having great energy because when you have great energy, uh, you'll easily go from problem strategy to solution. The person who has the best energy goes through that cycle the fastest, and they go through 
several of them more often than any other one. So all of life is just a three cycle process, problem, strategy, solution. And the problem, <laughs> that's it. That's all it is. Um, and, and the biggest problem is that, uh, it's, is for some reason, a lot of people are nurtured to think problems are bad. Problems are very good uh, because when you identify the problem, then you could go to the next step, strategy. And when you strategize, you could, then you could go to the solution. But I'm like over here jotting that down, man. That was a writer downer, as Ryan Dice likes to call it. Like all of life is problem, strategy, solution. And problems are good because as soon as you identify them, you can move forward. Dude, yes. I am literally writing it down. I don't want you to think I'm not paying attention. It's like going on my notes over here, man. That is like that is gold right there. Uh yeah, that's that's it. Just just identify the problem. Now, how do you identify the problem? Uh, uh normally the thing that you're trying to stray away from um or avoid or just it causes pain when you think about it. That's what you want to think about the most. What is that pain? I am like so making notes. I love this. All you young people nowadays, man, you take complicated stuff and you're like, why? It's not complicated. It's just this. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I love that. That is so awesome. So like, I know part, like you just talked about how, you know, you kind of, back then you didn't know this was a thing. Now you know this is a thing. And I know you worked with a private coach to kind of help you get through that. How on earth did you go about finding a private coach that could help you with like, hey, this is, you know, where we're at where we want to be. How do we get there? Like, how do you find that person? Yeah. Uh, you know, the biggest misconception is people think uh, to get the, to focus majority of their energy at getting really good at a skill. Uh, false. Don't do that. Uh, get really good at having a healthy mindset. Um, and that was my biggest mistake at that time. You know, Maluna Coors that at that time it was in 2017. I was quite a quite a bit of quite a couple of years ago, or however you could say it. And when I when I w embarked on this journey to become a really great marketer, uh, I worked. I must have been doing 80, 100, 100 plus hours a week, w studying and practicing those studies on what makes brands the most uh, uh, experienced, the most success. And then uh, after Maluna, I started noticing, and I even during Maluna, I was noticing, I was like, there's something missing here. Uh, I'm really good at, like, uh, I'm starting to get really, I man, compared to now, it's like, uh, I didn't, I, I was getting really good at, I, marketing but it, there was something i felt that was missing and um a lot of a lot of brands were very interested in working with us um 
so it was I was able to afford uh, start building a team, and I was having a very hard time building a team. Um, I, I was having a very hard time of people wanting to work uh, with us, um, that sort of thing, and and working with the right people. So that's where I started. Call I was like how do I get really good at relationships? That was my question. Um, and some way or, or how, and I was like, I don't, I, I also don't really enjoy uh, my life entirely doing this at that time. So somewhere along the lines, I connected the dots. Like, let me, let me, let me see a coach. Like, what's a coach about? Let me, let me go embark on a coach. So I just, I, I just called, like, I called, like, there was a, like, one week, I called probably, like, 50 coaches, you know, I just started Googling, calling, calling, leaving my number, um, probably went through four to six of them, and then I was like, eh, you know, this is a little, at that time, it, at that time, it seemed expensive, um, and I was like, ah, man, this is, seems like a lot. About a month later, somebody calls me, who's my coach still today, and uh, she was just able to do something where in the first five, she called me at like eight o'clock at night. Uh, I was just leaving my little mini office. I was uh, now at this time, I was just 25 and I was just like, you know, stressed, I was pissed off, like distressed and pissed and like meaning I had the whole world. I had all the opportunity in the world. I was working with Paul Orfila, uh, the founder of Kinkos. I was working with him uh, multiple times a week, um, going to investor pitches, investor pitches with him to see what company I was, was going to market. Um, you know, I just made Maluna 441000 I mean, I had all the opportunity. I should be, I should have a company. I could have, if it was an energy problem, I could have, I would be having a company that's doing 10, $20 million right now uh, a year, but I had this energy problem. She calls at like eight o'clock at night uh, and I just, she just, she just stopped. Like I just, all of a sudden I went from uh, totally uh, unconscious of my negative thoughts to becoming conscious where I was hearing almost every word she was saying hour later i'm breaking down i'm crying you know that whole thing and uh i was she started putting she put just from that first phone call she put a bunch of seeds in my head that made me think of thoughts that i never thought about before uh wasn't conscious where i was like i'm going with this person it just yeah that's where it you just had that connection on that first call. Yeah. Yeah. Unconsciously, I was like, I'm going to go forward with this. And, uh, man. Um, <laughs> what's our average lifespan? 80, 80 years? Uh, spending a time with a coach for, say, three, three to three, five years will change your life forever. And you'll have the best life that you ever uh, wanted to have. Why would that stop you from doing that work with a, with a coach? Yeah. 
I mean, I've been a big believer in that. It's like, even if you don't, like, even if you can't afford to work with a coach, there are so many people that will give you an hour of their time. Like, if you are trying to get to that point where you can afford a coach, go pick someone's brain. Be honest with them. Say, like, I'm not at the point where I could hire you. I wish I was. But I want to get to that point. Can I talk to you for an hour? Like, I don't know hardly anybody that says no to that. And I mean, I've done that for, that's how I built my business. And I went to people and I'm like, I, I need to solve this problem. I can't pay you to solve it yet, but I need advice. Would you be willing to help me? And like, they'll give you an hour. Like, that's how I grew my business in the early days. And it's like, just don't be afraid to ask questions and talk to people and take the advice. You know? If you live in America, everybody could afford a coach. There's some people that can't. So there's like some early stage businesses, like especially nowadays um, with COVID, especially because there's so many people that were yeeted from corporate America and didn't really have a choice. And now they're like with a family and they're trying to build a business and like depends on your age and your responsibilities and stuff. There are some people that they can't afford. It depends on the coach too. Most of the coaches I'm thinking of, I mean, you're talking at least 1500 to $2,000 a month investment minimum. Really good ones yeah. are, you know, way more than that. Um, so like, I know some people, they can't do that yet, but I mean, it, it's not hard to get to that point. You have to set that goal and you have to get to you, that point. You, you just don't want to you, you think about instead of saying, you know, uh, this is uh, instead of for the people in, in those financial situations where it seems it appears uh, very difficult to afford it. Um, and I'm saying this because I was in a place that uh, I don't think most people, I don't know of any person that was in that uh, big of financial trouble, um, at least. Um, when, you're, when it appears that you can't afford it, uh, I, simply ask yourself, and maybe it takes a little bit of time, but how can, how can you afford, how can you afford the coach. Yeah. I think it's a good way to kind of phrase that instead of just saying, I can't, how can you? Cause I mean, there are yeah. people that are at that point where they can't, but I feel like it's definitely something you need to look towards. And like you said, go talk to a bunch. Don't just pick one go talk to a bunch of coaches because you have to build a connection with a coach. This is somebody who's going to get into your dirty laundry. They're going to help, you know, they're going to see everything you're doing wrong and they're going to have to help you fix it. And if you don't trust that person, if you don't build a connection with that person, it doesn't work. Like it just doesn't work. You know, I've seen too many people that have hired people just because their coaching pedigree was good and they didn't really like connect. It's like, that's really important with coaches. You have to connect. And I love hearing that that was part of your story on someone that helped you. So I know we're kind of getting um, to the end of our time here. So I want to give yeah, you opportunity just to talk about you talk about like your company, who you like to work for and where does someone go if they want to find out more about you? What would be the most helpful for listeners, for your listeners to hear? Um, well, I mean, just like what I know, like you help other clients get results, like what you did for Maluna Coolers. I know you're launching some new stuff too. Like who's a good fit for that kind of stuff? And like, do you have anything up online where they can go and kind of learn more? Uh, well, I just came out with uh, an article. An article just was published on Forbes uh, talking about how, you know, you could um, uh, pretty, pretty much how you could lower, uh, pretty much how you can better market your brand uh, by conducting 
by conducting proper market research. Um, so, do so, you mostly yeah, work with product brands or service brands? Product brands, shampoo, hair dye, high end coolers, uh, soap. There's a lot of bar soap where there's no shampoo anymore. Like there's no bottle. You just use the bar on your head and it works just as well. It's great. Um, so, so product companies that are doing new and inventive or big personality kinds of things, like they're not trying to be a commodity. They're trying to be stand out in their market. Does that, does that fit? You're challenging the status quo a little bit of what just makes more sense uh for how we use products today okay do you have a website or anything anybody can visit yeah the royalpandas.com okay so i'll have a link to that wherever you guys are watching this episode from all over the internet where i'm going to be publishing it there'll be a link somewhere near the video so yeah i think uh i you can I mean, what, going to our website in about three months from now, uh, which is, I think, October 10th, um, we're coming out, we're going through three months of branding uh, right now with another team, um, which will launch a brand new website for us. We're coming out with a lot of different social, pretty much we're, we're going to look totally different. Uh, what we're doing right now is, I, is we're building uh, the structure of how we could deliver a service very similar to what I did for Maluna Coolers. At the time when I did Maluna Coolers, it was pretty much more, I have to gain this experience. I have to figure out, I had one question and one question only from when I embarked on this journey five years ago was what makes brands uh, experience failure, gradual growth, or rapid success. And then I went on, I did Maluna Coors. I saw uh, exactly what makes brands uh, receive massive success. Uh, they could have, oh, that company, I could say, would have made tens of millions of dollars very shortly after that. But the problem was, is um, although I figured out how to do it, I didn't have the structure in place. Uh, I didn't have a team to do that. In order to do that, I think you you really have to have at least 10 full-time employees to be able to, I mean, at the minimum. Uh, uh, I'm looking to bring on about 50 to 100 employees in the next uh, one to two years. And that's, uh, and we're also building the structure uh, right now for us to be able to start delivering brands, uh, a structured service to, to very similarly to what we did for Maluna. Uh, so it's really exciting um, it, for, this, for this year, for the next three months, uh, essentially we're building out all of our uh, all of our assets, our social, our advertisements, our website, our presentation, uh, the questionnaire when we first get on the f- when someone gets on the phone, uh, like when we get on the phone with prospects to qualify to see if we should do a presentation. Presentation questionnaire, the advertisements, our uh, publications like Forbes articles, that sort of stuff. Um, and yeah, we're working on all of that, and and that's that should be coming out. Uh, 
at the end of this year or uh, at least uh, like in January, February at the, at the very latest. And that's where we'll begin to start carrying out that similar service to what we did for uh, Maluna. So uh, that's really cool. Yeah, it's, it's taken a long time. It was, uh, it was quite a, it was several years to learn, okay, how do you make really great relationships? How do you have really great energy? And then the next was like, okay, how do you, you know, to build a company, it's, you, it's very simple. And Ray Dalio, uh, who wrote Principles, made it very crystal clear. You have your goals, you have the machine, and then you have the outcome. And the machine <laughs> is people and systems. So over the years, uh, I went on to learn, okay, who, uh, what are all the different job titles? You can't just hire. You can't just hire people and put them anywhere. You you have to make sure there's good parameters so that way, not too specific because then you know then they can't live their life. They you know you want to make sure they they could really grow. You want to have a good company where they could grow. Like Google, people really grow in Google. Um, so you the job titles have to be uh, have specific parameters but not too specific. Um, so I had to learn, okay, what are, who are all the people that have to be hired? And what are all the systems that have to be built for us to have a good running machine to get to that outcome? Uh, and ultimately our outcome is, uh, is to uh, deliver brands extremely successful uh, success stories. Um, uh, much more than Maluna. So we're looking to bring companies uh, for, like brands, like coolers, shampoo. We're looking to bring those companies from doing uh, not something like uh, zero to 441,000. Our goal is really uh, our goal that we would like to have as an outcome in the next couple of years is for brands to experience growth from 1 million to 10 million in one to two years. Uh, 10 million to 30 million in one to two years. Uh, and we would like to be the ones responsible for doing that. I love That's that story. So it's like, guys, there's a takeaway here. Like, I don't even think, I don't even think you realize you're doing this, Justin, right? But like, what he did was he took an unconscious capability, a superpower. He used it for a client and it works really well because it's his unconscious capability. And then he went back and he's dissecting how that happened and he's using that to build a business model. And that is genius. And I don't even think you realize you're doing it <laughs> because it is something so many people struggle with, you know, it's just something that so many people struggle with. So I hope that everybody listening, all you entrepreneurs that are kind of like, we all have unconscious capabilities. That's one of the things I tell people all the time. We all have superpowers. We all have them. We have things that we struggle to scale up because we don't realize that to the rest of the world, it's so much harder than what we think it is, you know? So scaling it up oh, is always yeah. tricky. So I it's love really it. I mean, you modeled that. It is. It's really it not that is. hard. Nope. It is. It is. It is. It is. It's not, maybe not as hard as I think it is, but it's harder than you think that, you know, it would be for them. That's one of the principles, things I've had to learn in the superpower principles. world. You know, it's like when you're really good at something, dissecting it and training someone else to do it, 
is really hard because it comes easy for you and you have to really look at like, what am I doing that other people don't? Oh, um, it's so hard. That's one of my things. That's like one of my things I walk through people through all the time is how to take your superpower and build a business around it. Cause it's so hard for most people to do and there's steps they just don't think about because it's just easy. You know? Yeah. Uh, just, uh, yeah, just, uh, yeah, it's like, yeah, I guess dissect it. And then for every, <laughs> Every segment, every little category, always hire uh, people, uh, hire everyone that will for each of those segments that's going to do it better than you. Yeah, um, like that's one thing hire... I've noticed. Like, yeah, you hire someone, you put them in that place, and they're gonna do it better than you do because that's the only thing they're focused on. Yeah, we hired a, a amazing designer, and one of um, we have like this wild brand that's coming out to like describe who we are. And one of one of the things that we're, that we're going to display is like this three D modeled '90s phone. Uh, you guys will see what it will come out to be if you check me out uh, in three months. Uh, I I can't explain that now; it won't make sense. But um, I, uh, we hired an amazing designer. He he built this three D model. 90s phone that's so well detailed um and he did it in in, in four days um we we hired a copywriter too recently these are all full-time positions by the way um and we hired a copywriter too recently and I, I, she was originally in law um and i, I feel like there's some part and copywriting is like really like if i was going to go down to something it's probably the best thing i'm probably at if i pick one specific thing um and wow there's some there's some parts about what she's doing in copyright we just we just hired charlotte and she's already doing uh there's parts of copy she's doing that i i'm like wow i i think she's already doing better than i am you know um we have another copywriter starting on monday wow I, I mean, at least four acts better than I, I could write copy. That's for sure. I mean, <laughs> the way she does uh, market research and her the level of intelligence on her, it's incredible. Absolutely incredible. So, yeah, just uh, go to see what – I really, it's like, what are your goals? What do you really want to offer the world to make it a better place? And then just, just do the research of categorizing each segment of – what has to be offered or what that product is and then uh, uh, uh just hire for each of those segments that's it yeah. <laughs> oh you're so much fun i love this thank you so much for doing this thank with you. Us today <laughs> Um, all right, guys, entrepreneurs, when you're listening to this call, this is your call to take action, right? Join our community at etatoday.zone and learn how to build a business that enables your lifestyle instead of taking over your life. We collect people just like Justin all the time that are sharing their little nuggets of wisdom that have walked before you and are doing things you haven't done to help you do that path better and faster. So check us out. And until next time. <laughs>